Hi guys, this is Chuck, your host with Central Lancaster Networking. Wanted to hop on and, and record this incredible presentation. I'm joined today with Amy Malay from Join Me on the Journey. She is a certified professional coach. Amy, can you expand a little bit more and, and tell people about your background and what it is that, that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Chuck. Um, excited to be here and share this presentation with you guys today. And um, you know, just a little bit more about me. Um, I have been a, a certified coach now with the John Maxwell team for several years. Um, have just really found it to be something I just love doing. Um, I love working with people to just help them um, identify areas in their lives where they might want to change something um, and move forward into and get unstuck in their life or their business. Um, so um, I call you know, my title I call a transformational leadership coach because that's what um, life is all about. It's moving along in our journey and we transform along the way. Um, and so I love walking alongside people and just helping them on that journey. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know that we have, we have a, an, an incredible presentation in store for uh, folks in, in our networking group today. And today we're going to you're going to present to us uh, your talk on intentional networking. So maybe just introduce the topic and we can go ahead and, and jump right in. Absolutely. So, you know, intentional anything is uh, a passion of mine. Um, it's uh, one of the uh, books that John Maxwell wrote a couple years back was called Intentional Living. And, you know, that book really just... Um, sparked something in me and you know not only the book but hearing John share about it uh, and so one of the things he said about this book in particular was that he felt it was the most important book he's written and he's written a hundred plus books <laughs> so that impacted me when he said that um, and he thought that this book and this topic being intentional in our lives was something super important um, and it really has made a difference for me in my life. I have become much more intentional in so many areas. I've grown. Um, and, you know, this applies in all areas of our lives. And, you know, the topic today is intentional networking. And so, um, you know, that's being intentional in our networking can really help us. Um, you know, there's a study that was done by Ivan Meisner, who's the BNI founder. Um, and he found that 91% of people said that networking had contributed to their success. So networking really is an important um, thing to get better at and to grow in. And that's why I created this presentation. Um, it was a topic that was requested uh, when I was sharing with a group and um, I've continued to share it several times with several different groups. So I'm excited to share it again with everyone here today. Awesome. Well, let's let's go ahead and, and get started. I know we've got, you know, we've got a bit of time and, and I'm very anxious to to also learn from you and and, you know, be more intentional in our networking. So please, Amy, take it away. OK, awesome. So I'm just going to share the screen here so that you guys can see. Okay, so, um, you know, I first like to um, start 
with why. And we touched on this just a little bit already. Um, you know, but to think, you know, think about it in terms of you, the listener, and maybe the two of us here today, Chuck, as well. You know, why are we here? Why is this topic important? I touched on that just a little bit already. Um, but think about it in terms of you personally. You know, what is it that you hope to get out of this presentation? Um, and this is part of being intentional, is thinking about it a little bit ahead of time. Um, what about this topic do you feel you need to learn? And what are you hoping to get out of this presentation today? So jot that down, um, you know, if, as you're listening, um, jot that down as, you know, what is your intention? Why are you listening to this presentation? Okay, and then secondly, you know, why am I here? Um, and I shared a little bit about this already. Just, um, you know, for me, um, networking, it's super important. It's super important for all of us. And I really have a, a growth mindset. Um, I have been trying to approach everything that I do uh, with intentionality. And so this is one way that I can do that is by sharing some of the things that I've learned from other people and just from my journey. Um, I've learned some of these things along the way and kind of put them together in a little package. So that's why I'm here is because I want to share this with others and help help them and help you guys um, in your journey. Okay, and uh, why the topic is important. So again, you know, we've already touched on this just a little bit. Um, another um, part of that study that I mentioned that I, I could uh, bring in right here is, um, you know, most of the people in that study, they said they spent an average of about six hours per week on networking activities. And, um, you know, that includes meetings like the meetings that we attend with Chuck and Janet and other groups that you might be a part of. It includes follow-up time um, where you're meeting with people one-on-one -on -one to get to know others. And, you know, I want to put the challenge out there that, um, you know, if, if most people are spending six hours on average, maybe we want to be above average and have even better um, success and, and better chances of success success as we spend time trying to connect with other people. Um, okay, so, you know, in my estimation, networking, much like other things that we do in life, it's all about our mindset. And so uh, I'm going to be going through an acronym here for the word superb, so that we can just think about how to develop a superb mindset about networking. So the S in superb stands for serve. You know, um, we want to think about networking as getting to know other people and figuring out what we can do to serve them. Um, realizing that it's not about me. Um, that's one of the key um, uh, parts of this is, you know, humbling ourselves and putting ourselves out there to try to help other people rather than just um, thinking about what I might gain from meeting someone. Um, and there's a quote that I have here, um, humble people don't think of less of themselves, they just think of themselves less. And so if we can focus on serving other people, um, that's also going to return to us in the long run. 
I also wanted to share um, the platinum rule. Have you heard of the platinum rule, Chuck? <laughs> We've heard of the golden rule, right? Yeah, no, I not specifically. I, I okay. please do share. So the platinum rule is um, do unto others as they would want to be done unto. So the golden rule is do unto others as you would want them to do unto you, right? But right, this right. is turning it around and thinking, okay, how would that person want to be treated? Because, you know, we all have different styles. Um, we all have different approaches. And if we try to approach someone the way we want to be approached, it may not be the way that that person would uh, appreciate being approached. And so learning about the different personality styles, um, that's, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but um, learning about those and being able to identify them so that you can best serve the other person in the way that you approach them um, can really go a long way as we're trying to connect. That rule is platinum. Thank you for yeah, sharing. Yeah. So I'm going to move on to the you. Um, the you is just um, to remember that you are unique. Um, you know, each one of us is amazing. Um, we all have different gifts and abilities, and we just, we really just need to remember that um, and not be so focused on um, what we might lack, but be more focused on the unique gifts and abilities that each one of us has and that we have to offer. The P is for process, you know, networking, just like anything, many other things, um, there's a process to it. And um, the process that I wanted to share, um, again, I've taken this from Ivan Meisner, who um, is a, considered a networking expert. Um, he calls it the VCP process. So the V stands for visibility. Um, so to be visible, um, you have to show up, right? <laughs> so um, that, this is how people get to know you. Um, you have to show up and introduce yourself, get to know people that you wouldn't otherwise get to know. The C in the VCP process is credibility. So not only are we showing up and being visible to others, but we are developing credibility as we connect with others. Um, we're building the know, like, and trust factor <laughs> as people get to know us. Um, maybe, you know, it's, it's not going to be the first time you meet someone that they're really going to know you and like you and trust you. They might like you right off if you're, if you're kind, right? But <laughs> they're not going to know you and trust you until maybe a few interactions happen and Maybe, um, you know, there's just multiple conversations multiple times when you meet, and that helps to build the credibility. I uh, wanted to share a resource in case something like this might be helpful um, to any of you guys. Um, the Speed of Trust is a book by Stephen Covey, um, and it, it's all about building trust with, with others. And I think that's a great resource for anybody who's looking to increase of how to build that trust and credibility with others. And then the P and the VCP process is profitability. And um, profitability is the last step in the process, okay? So we don't start out um, being profitable in our networking efforts. <laughs> we start out by 
you know, going through the visibility stage, going through the credibility stage. And then in the end, you know, that's when the profitability comes around. Um, but we have to have the V and the C first before we get to the P. Okay, so I'm going to move along to the E, which is emotional quotient. And um, this is something that, um, you know, just to point out that networking is a soft skill. You know, it's something that um, we can learn. Um, we can learn how to better interact with people um, and, you know, how to better approach them. And I've this is kind of weaved in through a couple of the other points already, um, learning other people's styles, learning how to connect and relate with others in the best way. Um, you know, that is really going to help us be a more effective networker. The R is for um, repeating affirmations. And um, if any of you have ever, you know, learned or, or you know, just done this, um, you know, it really can be powerful um, when we speak out the things that um, instead of, um, you know, saying to ourselves, you know, there's, there's that broken record in our mind, right? <laughs> oh, another networking event. Oh, I'm, I'm never any good at this. You know, sometimes those are the negative things that, that roll around in our head. And instead, if we can create a positive affirmation, and say that to ourselves, it, um, it helps um, what we speak about, we bring about, okay? So if we want to have a positive experience and you know, build ourselves up to have a positive networking experience, we can say something like, this networking event is gonna be awesome. This networking event is gonna be great because I'm gonna meet people that I need to know or I'm gonna meet people that I'm gonna be able to help them in some way. Um, so, you know, think about a couple statements that you could write out for yourself. If you find networking to be a challenge, um, you know, this could really help you to just repeat those affirmations. Um, and it's not a once and done kind of thing. Like this is with affirmations. Um, you really want to, just like any other habit, um, it takes time to build a habit. And it takes time to change our mindset about something. And so um, repeating these affirmations is one way that we can really help ourselves to change our mindset. It takes this repetition. And they say like 21 days to make a habit, right? So, and I, my suggestion would be, um, you know, morning and evening, repeating those affirmations um, on a daily basis for 21 days in a row, it's gonna start to become second nature. It's gonna start to become what you think of instead of the negative over time. Yeah, so, I, and I think, I think that's a very key point that, you know, if not everybody is, not everybody may have extensive experience networking. Not everybody may um, enjoy networking, especially if your, you know, personality type is more introverted. It, it takes yeah. a lot more energy and, and takes energy away from you to be out there in, in a networking environment, whereas maybe an extroverted person um, is going to be, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give them energy to be in, in that situation. So, so yeah. repeating the affirmations, I think, is, is very key. I think also another point that, you know, in my experience and my, my reading and study, 21 days gets you started. But I think it's yeah. not, it's not that, okay, if I do it for, for 21 days, I'm cured. No, it's something that, that, that gets you started. That creates maybe something that, 
you expect to to do that every day, but it's it continues well beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, that is just getting started. <laughs> um, so yeah, affirmations can can really just be a, a super powerful way um, to help ourselves and to to move ourselves along in that journey. Um, the last letter for superb is B, um, and I wanted to just um, talk about the butterfly effect. Um, you know, this is an analogy, um, and so there's a statement that says the flapping of the wings of a butterfly alters some minute thing in the environment, which has a ripple effect, and so it changes some small thing, um, which changes something else, and so on and so on, and eventually it changes the weather. So something as small as the flapping of the wings of a butterfly um, could change the weather in the long run. And so the idea here is that the small things we do, the small consistent things that we do, can really um, make an impact over time. So, you know, be mindful of that. The, the, the intentional steps that we're taking, the action steps, um, some of these other things that I've already mentioned, these are things that as we make them part of our habit and part of our everyday um, practice and, uh, you know, as that becomes part of who we are and how we operate, um, it's going to make a difference in the long run. So um, there's a couple of other points here, Chuck. I'm moving past the superb mindset into a few practical tips. Um, and I'm just calling them ways to be, okay? So the first one is um, that we want to be there, okay? So again, this is showing up, <laughs> um, putting it on our calendar, making sure that we're showing up, being building that visibility factor, right? Um, maybe we wanna be in multiple groups, um, you know, pick something that works for your schedule, that works um, for you, and, and that has the kind of people that you feel you need to connect with. Um, be present. Um, so again, this is part of being there. You know, when you're in a conversation with someone, don't be looking across the room at the person walking in the door thinking, oh, I got to figure out how to end this conversation and get over and meet that person. You know, be present um, with each conversation that you're having and that really goes a long way to connecting with with others and then be sure to follow up um, you know this I find is one of the biggest challenges for me <laughs> I think for a lot of people the follow-up part um, you know hey we all have busy lives and things get in the way right so um, but this, this is an area where we can really be intentional um, to to put some systems in place for ourselves so that we can follow up with people that we're meeting. Um, and especially if you've made a connection with someone and you've talked about sharing some information, you know, be sure to do that right away. Um, or schedule a follow-up um, meeting, you know, to, to sit down and, you know, Chuck, you and I did that a couple weeks ago. You know, we sat down over breakfast and chatted and, um, you know, that was a follow-up. Um, and, and so that can really be, um, and it's, it's a super, super important part of networking. It's not just going to the events, but being there in the follow-up as well. Yeah, so if I can, if I can expand on that, I mean, 
Yeah, absolutely. So Central Lancaster Networking, we are we are one group and it's not a competition of different networking groups. I mean, we have found a significant benefit in participating in multiple different groups. Each group has a different let's call it a, a different culture, a different personality. There's there's different people and it gives you a broader perspective and allows you to you know make that many more that many more connections and it gives you the opportunity to uh, practice and be more uh, let me let me coin the phrase intentional in your networking activities um, but absolutely i mean when it comes when it comes down to follow up follow up i think is probably the struggle of 98% of all networkers and and building that system, building that process that is keeping, you know, what you said about how would the other person want to be treated and, you know, following up in those different ways, which means that different people have different types of follow-up that they're going to respond to. So there's different multimedias, whether you're picking up the phone, whether you're meeting face-to-face, whether it's a text message or even a social media message. Um, all of them can be can be used. It's very important to also understand who it is that you're that you're connecting with, and you you develop that relationship over time. So excellent point. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, the uh, the next way to be that I have on on my presentation here, and this might help some of those who might feel a little bit more introverted. Um, you know, be early. Um, this was a tip that I, I learned from someone and I thought, you know, that really makes sense. Um, if I'm feeling nervous about walking into a big room full of people, why not be early? Because then I'm the one there welcoming other people as they arrive. So I've shifted my focus off of me feeling conspicuous and like I'm on the spot to I'm the one there helping other people to feel welcome as they arrive. You know, I can be looking out for people that are walking in and greet them um, rather than the other way around, right? And then of course, you know, be willing to stay late. So, you know, maybe um, helping with just like wrapping things up at the end, um, you know, that's another way to serve others. And I would add to, I would add to the being, being early, it allows you to become aware of your surroundings and to know, yeah. you know, the particular layout. Especially if it's some networking events, um, they're at a different location every single every single time. If it's a recurring event, if it's you know an event like ours where we're consistently back at the same the same venue, uh, it's it's a little different. But if it's the first time arriving, you know, you're you're not quite sure of what to expect and and being early I think is is a very very good suggestion and you know the willing to stay late we have a lot of fun at our networking events <laughs> and typically the conversations keep going because it is a social mix and mingle type type event um, there's actually entertainment that arrives at the same location you know two hours after the official ending there are many times where there is there is a remaining group that's there for the beginning of the entertainment and it's it's really really good connections awesome 
Yeah, and what better way than just to kind of spend some time hanging out with with new friends, right? That's the best way to build relationships. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So um, the next one here is um, be open. So there's a couple points to my open <laughs> suggestion. One is to ask open-ended questions. Um, so rather than asking someone, um, you know, well, do you like where you work or do you like what you do? You know, that's a question that someone can answer with a yes or a no, right? And they may or may not elaborate. <laughs> but if you ask a question such as, what do you love the best about what you do? Well, that's going to open them up and they're going to start sharing something with you um, more than just, oh yeah, it's okay. Or, oh yeah, I love it. Um, you know, it's giving them something specific to respond to you. Um, so I would, you know, challenge you to think of a few questions like that, that, um, you know, the who, what, when, where, and why questions. Um, we learned that back in grammar in, in uh, school, right? So um, ask those kind of questions. Um, I have another resource I could um, share here, and I'm happy to share it or post the link to it. Um, but I have a handout. It's called 10 Feel-Good Questions. And this was from Bob Berg, who's the author of another book that I recommend called The Go-Giver. Um, and so, you know, just a, a, another sample question from that list is, you know, like, what is your biggest challenge in your business or your, your life? Um, you know, that's another question that can really get people to open up and share, um, you know, more about themselves and what they do. Excellent, excellent point, you know, from a standpoint, that's, if you ask yes or no questions, you're not going to be able to um, build the conversation and, and be able to be flexible in where the conversation goes. It's, it's very important. That's how you get to know people. That's exactly right. So um, the next open part is um, to stand in open groups. Um, and this is something that um, I found to be really interesting you know, just, it's kind of like a group dynamic kind of thing to watch out for. Um, so I'm going to show um, on this next slide here, you can kind of see that um, there are people who are standing and they're facing each other. Okay. So that would be considered a closed group. Okay. So this one here in the top left corner, there's two people standing facing directly opposite each other. And there's a group here of four people who are all kind of facing each other and the group is closed. So it doesn't feel quite as comfortable to walk up and join that conversation, does it? Because it's like there's no opening. Um, however, you know, if we can, those of us that are aware of this, if we can be intentional to open the group, you know, all it takes is a slight shift in our body um, in the way we're standing. You know, this person who, um, you know, one of these people in this group of four could easily just simply shift their body to the side, which creates an opening, right? And that makes it seem much, much more com comfortable for someone to walk up and say hello. And, and even for people who are standing in that group to notice that, hey, somebody's like kind of walking by trying to make eye contact and to welcome them into the group, but, you know, just with greeting them. Um, so... I really think this can can be a huge um, benefit, you know, not only to 
everyone else, but to us, you know, it helps. This is another way that we can serve others is by helping them to feel more welcome. And it's, again, just turning the table on taking the focus off of me and putting the focus on what can I do to help other people feel more comfortable. So I want to encourage you next time you're chatting with someone at your next networking event um, to think about, are you um, in a closed group or an open group? And um, be intentional to shift <clears throat> your stance so that your group becomes an open group. <laughs> I think that's a, an excellent suggestion and, and really not something that I've specifically been mindful of when I'm when I'm there in a group because it's very easy you know you want to look people in in the eyes you want to talk to them and you want to be engaged so that way you're you're you know actively listening etc but um, I mean from the perspective of opening up the circle allows a much more um, inclusive uh, body language to say hey we are open to connection and rather than you know, closing into a group to say you're not welcome. That's it's very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Okay, so this one is just kind of a fun one that I'm throwing in here because I am an essential oil user. And so we often call ourselves oily <laughs> um, because we use essential oils. And so I'm throwing this in here for anyone who might have interest um, you know, there are lots of different essential oils that can help us with our confidence um, because, you know, our sense of smell is directly connected in our brain to the center of our brain that controls our emotions and our memories. And so um, there's a technique called the aroma freedom technique, which I am certified in. Um, and this is something that could really help folks if you happen to have, you know, any sort of... Um, um, I don't know, just negativity or anxiety about networking. Um, this is something that perhaps could help you because it really helps to, um, it helps us to release those negative emotions or memories that are associated with um, achieving our goals. Um, so, so maybe this would be something that um, some of you might like to learn more about and you're welcome to uh, check with me about that. Very good. The next one is be prepared. So um, here I'm just going to mention this 12 by 12 by 12 rule. There's three different ways that we can be prepared. So um, the first 12 is <clears throat> what do you look like 12 feet away? Um, so, you know, are you dressed professionally? according to your profession, right? Um, now that doesn't mean if, um, you know, you happen to be a painter that you probably, you probably don't want to show up in dirty paint clothes, <laughs> but, um, you know, look the part, right? Um, look professional, give the right impression from a distance, okay? The second 12 is what do you look like 12 inches away? Now, this is more than just about your appearance. It's also about your attitude and how you're showing up in a conversation. Um, you know, are you a positive, are you displaying a positive attitude? Um, or are you complaining about everything? <laughs> you know, like, let's face it, you know, we, we're not really attracted to complainers, are we? So, um, you know, having a positive attitude and showing up in, in the conversation in a positive way is going to go a long way in building connections. And then the last 12 is, um, 
what are the first 12 words <clears throat> that you're gonna say? Um, so this is like a little mini elevator speech. Um, and I wanna challenge you guys to come up with, you know, see if you can come up with just 12 words that describe what you do. Um, so I, I did this for myself um, and you know, I, I got it narrowed down to 13 and maybe if I work on it a little bit more, I can figure out how to make it 12. Um, but mine is I help others get intentionally unstuck in their journey through life or business. Um, there's another one that was shared as a sample, which was um, exactly 12 words. We help people make more, work less, and create referrals for life. Uh, so I, I'll put that challenge out there. You know, think about your statement. You know, how can you state clearly and concisely what you do in 12 words? <laughs> it's, uh, it's very, very important, as especially in our age of distractibility. You know, we want yeah. to be able to get our point across very quickly before people's you know, minds change to the next scene or they wander off and say, oh, well, I know somebody or I think of whenever I, I picture that this is and then their mind goes down a rabbit hole and they're not right. listening. So I think it's, yeah. that's very, very, very interesting approach. But, you know, to be clear and effective in a short message is, can only be a huge benefit. And, and to try to be catchy and memorable too, you know, like something that, um, people are going to think, oh, oh, what is that? I want to know more about that. Instead of, um, you know, instead of them not really getting it. Or um, So that's part of the clarity, right, is making it very easy um, so that it's easy to say, easy for people to understand, but yet maybe a little bit catchy because that makes it memorable and interesting. So, um, all right, so this was my 12 feet, 12 inches, and 12 words. What are your first 12 words? So again, just the challenge for you to work on that for yourself. Um, here's actually, another. Actually, if I can, I'm, yeah. I, I, oh, here's, here's a particular example, right? Yep, but I, yep. I think, you know, for those of you in, in our group that are, that are watching this, um, I would, I would suggest go ahead, try out your 12 words and comment below this video. Yeah, we'd love to hear them. <laughs> so yeah, this was another example. I help people trade in downhill habits for a journey of hope. Okay, and then again, you know, just wrapping up back where we started, circling back to why, you know, why this is important. Um, you know, definitely, I, I hope that this, these points have helped you guys. And, um, you know, I, I have found these all to be helpful for myself and I have not arrived yet. <laughs> so um, these are all things that I continue to work on myself as well. Um, but I definitely just, um, you know, just want to reiterate, you know, that the superb mindset, you know, our mindset is so, so important. Um, and I feel like that's half the battle. You know, um, there's a, a phrase, as a man or woman thinketh, so is he. Um, so as we think, you know, what we think about, we bring about. What we speak about, we bring about. So that mindset is so, so important. Um, and then, of course, the practical tips, um, you know, being there, being early, 
um, being open and being aware, you know, being aware of how we are being perceived by others. So any, any other thoughts or comments, Chuck, that you would like to add as we wrap up here? I think, it, I think we can have a, a conversation back and forth. Um, let's go ahead and, and unshare the screen and you and I can have, you know, I have some thoughts and some other, other discussion that, that can be you know, very important to, you know, being intentional in your networking. Um, having a plan ahead of time you know, going to, you know, being intentional. You, we talked about adding the events to your calendar so you can be there, you know, put it into a, put it into your schedule and, you know, work your, work your approach around the networking events that are there. And it's not just one specific networking event that's, you know, key. Oh, well, I'll always just go to this one. No, go to multiple different different events because you will you will make that many more that many more connections and I think it's it's so important um, the other takeaway that you know in that superb um, acronym being there to to give and and to help it's it's definitely something that I'm very conscious of and very aware of while hosting the the networking event that's why we do it we want to give back to the business community and help others grow their business through networking and i think you know having having folks you know listen to this and and be more intentional rather than yeah okay it's a lot of fun and it is mix and mingle it's it's not just a party it's there for us to be able to to make connections so being intentional to um we're, we're in a focused business activity and, you know, how can we help others is, you know, a huge takeaway from, from this particular presentation. And, and I think it's, you know, to, to make that, I mean, you're taking time away from your family. You're taking, you know, time out of your schedule where you could either be working in your business, you know, you could be, you know, working on fulfilling what it is that that your business does but no by by taking that time out to be able to grow relationships i i really don't it doesn't matter to me what type of business you're in i think all businesses are founded upon you know relationships and their ability to grow is is very heavily dependent on it so having networking as a component of your business strategy I may be partial about it, but that's that to me makes a whole lot of sense to be out there and build those relationships because you don't know who you're going to meet. We don't know exactly who's going to show up. I, I can guarantee you that people that RSVP, it's never always a one for one match that here's the list of who says they're coming and everybody that that actually attends is there. Um, you understand what I mean? So you don't know what to expect. And you know, the conversations are, you don't know what they're going to be. And, and so being there, that, that's absolutely the, the first step. You can't make the connections if, if you don't show up. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I mean, the connections, it's, you know, it's more, that just kind of makes me think back toward that whole VCP process, you know, the, the profitability that's the tail end, you know, the, making the connections. That's what the visibility and the credibility is all about. It's connecting with people and, and building relationships. 
Okay. So, so if somebody wanted to connect directly to you, what would be the best, the best way for them to reach out to you and, and learn more about what it is that you do? So yeah, if people want to get in touch with me, um, email is a great way. Um, my email is amy at amyjmoa.com. And I also have a website. It's the John C. Maxwell group, uh, dot com slash amyjmoa.com. That's johncmaxwellgroup.com slash Amy J. Malay. Um, and the website has um, lots of information on there, different services I provide. And um, also there's a contact button. So, you know, if, if that's easier for you to just click on that, it'll send me an email as well. Okay. So thank you again. I think this is a very, very worthwhile, you know, 30, 45 minutes that, that we spent today. I really appreciate you and taking the time out of, out of your busy schedule to uh, present to us and, and share with the group. And we look forward to seeing, seeing, you know, people come out and attend the Central Lancaster networking um, events powered by Rockstar Connect. And we hold those right now. We're, we're at Altana Lounge. And you can connect with us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, which allows, you know, the opportunity for the group to engage and, and follow up in a social media environment in between the live events. And that's if you just search on Facebook for Central Lancaster Networking, uh, that should be the first group that, that pops up. Also, you can search for the events. It's free Central Lancaster Rockstar Connect Networking event. Uh, if you type that into Facebook, you'll be able to see the, the upcoming one. We're also on meetup.com. You can also search for Central Lancaster Networking on Meetup and join the group if that's your uh, finding things to do in the area preference to go to, to meetup.com. Uh, we're really excited. Thank you again, Amy. Any closing thoughts for uh, those watching today? I, I just really enjoyed sharing. So thanks for having me. And um, yeah, just, you know, I'll throw out a final encouragement, you know, be intentional. It's not enough to just have good intentions, but to be intentional about the things that we're doing. Um, good intentions are only thoughts and what we might do, but being intentional is getting out there and doing it. So I hope to see you at one of the events soon. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. All right, we'll see you soon.